Greetings, subbies, sissies, and filthy boys. This is Duchess Willow. I do hope you're enjoying your magical ride into the unknown with our Halloween blog train. Your last stop was Mistress Becky, and if you have not read the previous entries, please start with Mistress Cassidy. Don't worry about missing any stops. There will be a train in the station every 30 minutes. Your next stop is the Cocktoberfest Cocktail Bar for a bit of refreshment. And don't forget, Monday through Friday, 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern Time, the Cocktail Bar will be open all month long with phone sex cocktail hour discounts for you. And now, without further ado, I bring you my contribution to the Halloween blog train. The Ebony Femdom Mad Scientist, shrinking potion at the cocktail bar. Do you think the rumors are true? The Duchess was seated near the cocktail bar, people watching and having her chocolatey toes worshipped by one of her footstools. She wiggled her toes, smiling down at the docile foot bitch as he politely begged, Please, Duchess, might you season my champagne once more? She obliged, dipping her toes into his champagne glass and sliding them into his mouth as he sucked. A smile on her lips promised possibly another type of champagne later if he was a good boy. Rumors of all sorts circulated around the monster's ball. Duchess Willow tilted her head to the side, cutting her eyes to the bar and seeking out the curious soul who was asking all the questions. Some things they had gotten right. The submissive, gossiping hens some of these men were. She spotted him, gabbing away with another attendee and listening with laser-sharp focus to what spilled from one's lips to the other. The speaker's eyes widened. Oh, yes. Every year, something eerie and supernatural happens to the guests. Some of the guests. It's part of the lure. He leaned in. Did you hear what happened last year? Taking her cue, the Duchess snapped her fingers. The foot bitch ceased with a pout, retreating to a kneeled position on the floor with his head down. She stood, the blue gown she wore flowing and swaying against her body, like waves in the ocean, unnatural rivulets that only would be noticed by those she wanted to see. Hips swaying, breasts heaving, threatening to spill from the top of her plunging neckline. The man asking all the questions stiffened when the breeze hit the back of his neck, tiny hair standing on end as he inhaled the sweet, intoxicating scent of her perfume and turned his head. Ignoring him at first, she stared coolly at his tale-telling friend. The man's face reddened. The one asking the questions had to stop himself from gawking at her. Hello, boys. What are we drinking tonight? 
He was handsome. No matter how curious he seemed, just the right height, just the right size. Dark hair, dark eyes, and already eating out of her hand, even if he didn't have it. His storytelling friend stammered, Oh, I was just having a scotch and... Blue, she interrupted, gesturing to the bartender, who was fully nude save for his bartender's apron. Bring three glasses. Elegantly sliding into place on the bar stool and making herself comfortable, she watched the two men preening for her attention, suddenly hyper aware of their appearance, the dark-haired boy unconsciously batting his eyelashes at her. His storytelling friend was neither smart nor nearly as appealing and had resided himself to staring at her cleavage. That was until he noticed her necklace. What's that? he asked, pointing rather rudely at her breasts. If the Duchess was annoyed by his lack of manner, she didn't show it. This, she began. You mean the pendant? She traced her fingertips across her cleavage and let her eyes travel from his all the way down to his crotch, letting him know immediately that she was far better at being rude than he was when she wanted to be. He balked. Uh, yeah, that's a really nice piece. The Duchess continued talking to his crotch, tilting her head to the side and running her fingers back and forth against her breasts. You're wondering what's in the bottle and how you're going to get me into bed, pet? The white boys were too stunned to speak. The glasses arrived, the bartender placing a glass in front of the Duchess first, and then each of the men. The handsome brunette averted his gaze, while his soon-to-be-in-quite-the-pickle friend attempted to recover himself. She waved a hand up, interrupting him. You do realize that you are uncollared, and if I choose, I can have you both tonight in positions that would make the headmistress herself blush. Oh. And I have a penchant for making people blush, so if you wish to bed me, you better drink that down. What is it? The silly mouth breather asked. Duchess cut her eyes at him and then back to his crotch and spoke directly to his dick. Drink it now without asking questions, boy. Before I change my mind and take your friend upstairs without you. Swirling a finger around the rim of her glass and smiling at the handsome brunette, making him blush once more, she watched the two hurriedly grab their drinks and swallow them down. Duchess smirked and turned her head to check on her foot bitch, almost as if feeling her eyes on him. He peered over to see her smiling, and he knew what that smile meant, while the two at the bar did not. Turning back to the yammering gossiper and the 
handsome, dark-haired boy. She could see already the effects the blue drink were having on the blabbermouth. You, boy, come here, closer. You wanted to know more about what's in the bottle, yes? He took cautious steps toward her as she pulled a miniature magnifying glass from her cleavage and handed it to him. Sliding a silken hand behind his neck, she pulled him into her. Go on, boy. Since you're so curious, look through the glass and you'll see what's in the bottle. The ebony femdom didn't seem too worried about the shaggy-haired male getting too close. The blue drink very quickly weaved its intended effect on him, and as he lifted the small magnifying glass, looking into the bottle pendant, his eyes went wide. Oh my god, is that a... He picked his head up to look at her and saw the ebony femdom nodding and smiling. Yes, yes it is. She pushed him off her with the gentlest of shoves. The boy struggling to regain his balance as he turned to look at his friend. The two exchanged glances. His handsome friend puzzled as to what he had seen. Duchess chuckled. <laughs> Would you like to have a look too? The boy hesitated and she laughed again. <laughs> Very well. I can show you later. Uh, your friend looks a little small. He turned to his friend and then back to the Duchess. I'm sorry. Forgive me, mistress. She interrupted him. It's Duchess. My apologies, Duchess. Did you say he looked a little small? Hmm. Did I say small? I meant tired. Slip of the tongue. She replied with a grin, except that he did look a few inches shorter. When the brunette boy turned to look at him again, he felt a breeze and smelled the scent of the ocean air. Even though they were hundreds of miles from the coast or any beaches, his brow furrowed. He turned back to the ebony femdom and then did he notice the fluid way her dress moved against her body. He doesn't have much time, and he is no longer in any state to hear or comprehend what I'm about to say to you, she explained. Yes, the rumors you asked about are true, and very soon your shaggy little friend will join the others in his fate. His mouth opened and closed in stunned silence as she continued, as if reading his thoughts. You're safe for now, and so long as you please me, which I have a feeling you will. Unfortunately, the lost soul now trapped inside this bottle did not please me, and like your friend, will soon discover he became a lovely piece of jewelry for me to wear. It was then that he noticed the rings on her fingers and the earrings. 
dazzling blue jewels. With something more to them or in them. I would be honored to serve you, Duchess, the boy blurted out. Duchess smiled. Yes, I'm aware that you are an honorable man. That's why the Blue Mermaid didn't have the same effect on you. The Blue Mermaid, he asked. She nodded. The drink I gave you affects each individual differently based on your integrity or lack thereof. Some people grow, others shrink, and some still transform. As he listened, he began to turn his head. The ebony femdom stopped him. What you may see will be quite shocking. Are you sure you want to witness this? There was a clink and clamor behind him. He glanced at the bartender to find the bartender busying himself looking at anything except what was transpiring directly in front of him. Another strange creaking sound and the grinding of what sounded like metal. Permission to ask a question, Duchess? Permission granted. What was in that drink you gave us? Some would call it a sort of truth serum. I was a biochemist before I entered the BDSM realm, and I have learned a few things and seen much more than that. Each of the women in attendance tonight have a very special set of acquired skills. Some of those skills were supernaturally gifted to them. As it turns out, my chosen field was no accident. I've been blessed with gifts that science cannot find an explanation for, which is why I left the laboratory I worked for. They had nicknamed me the Mad Scientist and were a bit too inquisitive as to how I was able to turn men into things like this. She pointed to the bottle pendant around her neck. And things like that. Gesturing behind him, she nodded as to signal it was safe to turn around. Her shrinking potion had worked its magic. One of the servants rushed over to collect the heap of empty clothes. Out of the pants leg of his suit, a tiny, two-inch tall, sterling silver replica of the once shaggy-haired friend stood frozen in time and space. The blue mermaid had claimed her next victim. Without thinking, the boy knelt down and picked up his former friend, now reduced to a kneeling, naked silver pendant. He turned and handed the pendant to her, and she smiled. Thank you for handing him over, dear. Now, why don't I show you the rest of this massive mansion and tell you some of the true stories of what really happened in this enchanted mansion? Oh, and quite possibly fuck the bricks off you. Hmm? The brunette boy blushed and smiled, 
offering his hand to help her off the bar stool. She took his arm, whispering softly, You can walk upright for now, passing by her foot sub and taking his leash. Come along, boy. We're going to give my new pet here a tour, and then... The foot bitch crawled obediently behind her and her newfound boy toy, making sure to stay out of the way as she led them upstairs. Later that night, obscene noises, slapping and men's moaning, evidence of her bewitching love spell and powers could be heard echoing through the hallway. I hope you've enjoyed this year's offering for the Halloween train, and I hope you're enjoying the Monsters Ball. If you did like the story, I would love to hear about it. Give me a call and let me know. The number where you can reach me is 1-800-601-6975. Ask for Duchess Willow. For more of my services, please go to ebonyfemdomfonsex.com and if you want my content for sale, the links are there as well. You can check the links out in my latest blog post. Now, if you've been reading this, I want you to grab some refreshments and get comfortable and enjoy your kinky train travels. We've got many more stations to go on the blog train and your next stop is... Mistress Sophia and Mistress Ryan with a vampire tale. Stay safe and stay blessed. Oh, and happy Halloween.